The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, the only podcast now with wireless charging. My name's Jason, that's Kevin. Kevin, what's going on? Let's start this show. Let's start this show. You know what? Too much, too much not starting this show has happened in this episode so far. We need to start this show right now. All week I had hilarious ideas for things to talk to you about. And then we start recording and I don't know what any of them are. Have you ever seen the show Veep? I'm I, like the last... I have. And you know what? I haven't finished it because it's one of those things where I watch like, I don't know, three seasons of it on a binge watch. And then it wasn't new, new, any more episodes for a while. And I, by the time the new episodes came out, I forgot what all happened. So I need to go back and rewatch everything, and it's very discouraging. So we we started watching it last night. We watched like the first like seven of eight episodes from the first season. The show's hilarious. The cast in it is amazing. Got Julia Louise Dreyfus, who you know I kind of think is the 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 Dave Grohl of acting, right? Yeah. Dave Grohl had Nirvana and the Foo Fighters. She has Seinfeld and Veep. Uh, she's awesome, but then you get um, I, I I can't remember what the actress name is, but he's Buster from uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, as like her like uh, aide who's like just like that, way too involved in things. And uh, that, that um, I remember this the, the season I saw. I remember really liking them and thinking they were really funny. I just I, I'd have to rewatch them, and I just don't have. Yeah, it, and now it is. Time. It's thirty minutes, so it's an easy watch. Um, that's why I was able to get through like seven episodes in a night because it's like uh, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. It's not that I don't have time to watch TV. I'm saying if I'm gonna, if I'm going to take the time to watch TV, I'm going to watch something I haven't seen before. That, Fair that's, enough. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. what I mean. I, I have plenty of time to watch TV. It's just that time is limited. You got to so be you got to be careful. There's so many things to watch there out are. there. Yeah. Uh, you can't watch it all. So um, I have a backlog. I have a I have a to do list on my on my reminders app in my phone. Um, whenever somebody tells me on a new show, I should check out. I type the name in there, so I have a list of shows I need. I have to get to, or like yeah. that I'm that I, I plan. I'm planning on getting to, and it just uh, it, they're never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen all, for all of them. So it's it's like music, right? You're never gonna hear every great album, and uh, especially when you like waste time listening to the same record you've already listened to a thousand times it's like do you really need to listen to this record again or can you go like check out like like i've never listened to leonard cohen before right should i be listening to yankee hotel foxtrot for the ten thousandth time or should i maybe try listening to leonard cohen i probably appreciate leonard cohen but it's just easier listening to yankee hotel foxtrot or or blonde on blonde or the blue album by Weezer or whatever. Yeah. It's that comforting album. I know those songs. I know those tracks are part of me. Um, it's just easier. Listening to Leonard Cohen for the first time, I got to be like mentally prepared for it. Or Tom Waits. I've never listened to Tom Waits. I still haven't listened to REM. How long ago did we t- you tell Man, me Man, you got to get on that. Well, I mean, like, if you're going to do anything, just stick to earlier REM. Um, I'm not a big fan of anything after monster i don't think um like i've heard them all i just i wouldn't go back to them but i go back to all the others regularly it's like a regular thing i i listen to you gotta listen to rem then you, you should treat yourself that's that's right. a good one uh yeah I'm, I'm saving it for a special occasion uh or i'm just procrastinating i'm just procrastinating um yeah so 
it's just part of life, right? It's easier to listen to old things sometimes that you're, you're comfortable with. Yeah, my wife does that. When she gets home from work, she likes to – she watches, like, the same three shows over and over again, like, when she has her own time. Um, she'll, like, watch Gilmore Girls, Sex and the City, and – some other one with vampires. I don't remember what it's called. Vampire Diaries. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's not. It's vampire. Probably True vampire Blood. Diaries. Um, I think she has seen that, but I don't think she watches that regularly. But um, she just says like, because when she gets home from work, she just wants to turn her brain off. <laughs> and sometimes it, a, a show that you really like, same like you can turn it on and and you can sort of be there in the background and then you can like kind of zone out or, or you know search and look at your phone like yeah I, it's for me it's the office or parts and rec or community uh are my kind of go like i've seen all those episodes hundreds of times and i well maybe not hundreds but a dozen i don't know, a, a number of times but it, i will see them all again i'm sure a number of times before i finally kick the bucket so you know when the office went off of netflix a couple years ago didn't um, happen up here. It's still on Netflix. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, down here, it's not on Netflix anymore. Because you guys got Peacock. Yeah. And yeah. I had Peacock, but watching it on Peacock was just such a cumbersome. Peacock, the app, just sucks. and It's not very inviting for you to watch. I don't know what they did to I can't even explain it. It's my job to, to describe this stuff. And I can't explain what they did, but it's just it's so weird to use. And so when The Office went off of Netflix... Um, Apple had a sale like right away for the entire series for thirty bucks. So I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll buy, I'll buy that because then I have all the episodes and I can just watch them whenever I want." It's not the same. Um, there's not this. The, the enjoyment's not there. I liked when I could just push play on The Office and let it play, do whatever I have to do around the house, clean the kitchen, do whatever, and just have The Office playing like background music, and it would just go to the next episode. But it doesn't yeah. do that when you buy the episodes. You have to like you have to intentionally. Oh, uh, uh, really? Yeah, and yeah. It, it that kind of sucks. And but so I haven't watched The Office in forever, and I and I keep thinking I need to do it. But like, I don't know. I just like the no thinking about it experience of watching The Office and let it play. So again, moved Canada. You can watch it on Netflix. Well, I've got a VPN, uh, so I can just say I'm in Canada and do that. That's illegal, man. The government's going to come for you. Oh, now, are they? The wife and I, so we were at Sunrise Records, which is um, uh, HMV, closed down, became Sunrise Records. You don't know what HMV is. Why am I explaining this? It's a store in the mall, okay? And we're in the mall, and I'm it's buying. A mall. Uh, a mall is a store where uh, uh, it's a, it's a <laughs> bunch of stores sure. together. Uh, anyways, uh, 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 I'm buying a really bad Weezer album called The Black Album. It's not good. Do not listen to it. Do not spend money on it like I did. I knew it was going to be bad when I bought it, but I was like, oh, maybe it'll be good, though. And there's like one or two good songs to string you along. And then the rest of it's like, like, how do you guys make the sequel to the White Album and make this? It's, it's terrible. That's not the point of my story. Sarah and I, one of our favorite shows is, is it's kind of like uh, the X-Files, but it's called Fringe. Yeah, okay? yeah, I've, I've heard of that. Fringe, awesome show. You can't find it anywhere. You can't stream it anywhere. You can buy it on like line, but it's like $20 a season. I'm not doing that. I'm not made of money. Um so uh, we're in Sunrise Records. I'm waiting to pay. And Sarah's looking at the DVDs because they got a wall of DVDs. And she's like, oh, for 100 And she comes over to me. She's like, for 150 bucks, we can buy the complete series of Fringe. And I laugh. I'm like, we're never doing that. Um, but it just, that wasn't even an option I would have considered um, 
even with even if it was like twenty bucks, like I would I would never thought to buy DVDs anymore. Which is funny because you used to buy DVDs all the time for TV series. But remember how terrible it was? You'd watch like two episodes and you'd have to get up and take the disc out and put the other disc in. And I say this as a guy with a huge vinyl record collection. I have no issue flipping a record or putting the second LP on or or whatever. But for some reason, when it comes to virtual media. Netflix and uh, um, Disney Plus and all those shows have spoiled me where it's just like one after the other. I don't have to think about it. And uh, the thought of getting up and like putting, even if it was free, I would not do that to watch Fringe. I'll, I'll continue to not watch Fringe and want to watch it rather than friggin' getting up and putting standard definition discs into my PlayStation and flipping them every, swapping them out. I, but like we didn't, we didn't used to have a problem with that, but now it just seems like it'd be so inconvenient. Like you, like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> it, it just... we, we did uh, Lord of the Rings extended edition over Christmas. Oh, those were so um, fun! I had those DVDs, and and the documentaries are great. You know what I used to do with that man? I used to put those documentaries on at night and go to sleep listening to them because it was it, they were just like relaxing documentaries of the lore and the making of the movies, and yeah, they were just great. dreaming of Ents. Yeah. And uh, uh, dwarves and, um, and and even that you'd get halfway through the movie and the movie itself was so long that the movie was split up over two discs. So I'd, I'd have to get up, swap the discs in the middle. I have to go, what? why did the movie stop? Oh, right. And then I used to uh, like that because what I like about that is I could watch like the first half of Fellowship and then it was like an episode break. Yeah, that's true. It would make it manageable. Like that was a lot of times the starting, the stopping point for the night, and we'd go to bed and then watch yeah. the, you know, uh, kind of makes like a six, that six series of six movies, you know, because yeah. they because they cut it at just the right spots, like to where it seems like this is a good place to end right now, and then they could pick up the next. Was really you know good. what Peter Jackson should do, and again, it's back on topic. What <laughs> Peter Jackson should do is he should do a documentary about Wilco. Because he did so good with the Beatles documentary. Oh yeah, he did do great with that. I I, keep, yeah. I always forget that that was him. That yeah. was him. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, why it's three parts because he that dude loves trilogies. Let's talk about the song. The joke explained, Kevin. The joke explained, Tell me about Jason. This mofo. There's not a lot of lore. It's not like um, uh, I don't know some of these other songs uh, where we have a bunch of stuff to explain about the history of the song. This is just a good song from a good album. It's from the album Star Wars. It's called The Joke Explained. Uh, I have a little story I guess I could talk about right now about this song uh, for personal experience. That I tried to get my wife to confirm if this actually happened. She didn't know what I was talking about, but I'm reasonably sure this happened. So I saw Jeff Tweedy in summer of 2018 play a set at Traveler's Rest in Missoula, Montana. And Jason, if you ever get a chance to go to Missoula, Montana, you take it. it you think Montana, red state. Uh, rural, it's going to be like a, you know, um, a dangerous place. I don't know. I don't know anything about America, but you go there and like Missoula, Montana is amazing. It's so cool. Anyways, there's this music festival there called Traveler's Rest. It's hosted by the Decemberist. Jeff Tweedy plays and he played this song and someone in the crowd yelled, where's Bob? And my memory is that Jeff did not like that comment. Why? What's up? Explain. Well, so I, I did not know this person. I could not ask them afterwards, but I'm reasonably sure that they said, where's Bob? Because 
this sort of sounds like a Bob Dylan song. Like it doesn't sound like any particular oh. Bob Dylan song, but Jeff kind of sings it in a Dylan-esque yeah. cadence. I don't know if that was intentional or so not. What, what, what did what did Jeff do to show his this? I think he that? just was just kind of like shook his head, like, and that's what I was trying to get my wife to be like. Do you remember like what he said, or was it just his his like uh, uh, facial and 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 uh, physical expression? And she didn't uh, know what I was talking about, and then went back to knitting. Um, so <laughs> uh, uh, it's possible this is not true, but I'm like seventy nine percent certain this happened, and it happened there. And uh, someone yelled, "Where's Bob?" Assuming Bob Dylan, and then Jeff was kind of like, "That didn't sound like Bob Dylan, or, or or something. Maybe just didn't like the the having that like thrown out to him in a concert. Maybe don't yell things at at your um, musicians when they're on stage. But uh, um, yeah, that's my. So when I listen to the song, I think about Jeff not really. Uh, embracing the fact that he kind of sounds like Bob Dylan in the song because objectively, yeah, he kind of does sound like Bob Dylan in the song, but that's why I like the song. It's great. All right. Well, if you want to go to abcwilker.com, find all the ways to support the show, most important of which is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or giving us a follow on Spotify. Here we go. I never held your but yeah, he does sing very Bob Dylan-esque. Have I done my Bob Dylan impression on this show? Um, did I block that man? <laughs> oh, he's in, he's in the line. That's everyone's impression of Bob Dylan. I mine's dead on. You, some listener was like, "What? Did Bob Dylan just walk into the ABC studio?" This is uh, one of the more kind of acoustic-y songs of yeah. Star Wars, at least the rhythm guitar. But you do still have that in Nelson's. So, uh, guitars and crunch. The biggest thing I love about, uh, I think of all the things on Star Wars I love, is that rough, messy electric guitar they do on like every song. It's just, it's just there in the background and it, yeah. it, it's just rough and messy. And But you know, you can appreciate it because you know Nelson is an awesome guitar player. Yeah. So, and, and because it's the through line for the whole record, it gives it all a, a cohesive style. Yeah, that's like my favorite thing about the director. Uh, the percussion in this song is really fun too. Like it's, uh, there's a lot going on with it. It sounds recorded very differently. Also, I don't know. It, it, just, it sounds like it's a like a small room with the drums in it. Yeah, very tight. It's funny. I'm only, I keep one headphone on but i take the other one off so i can hear myself um and i can really hear a delay in jeff's voice um like an echo effect mm-hmm. yeah, that's that, no, that i don't know how much i've noticed before have you ever listened to the song in headphones uh you know that's a great i probably at some point um but you i listen to this record on it's around on a beanbag listen to the record I, I wish I could. I wish I had that like setup, but usually I'm listening to music with Sarah and she doesn't want that'd be kind of weird. Uh, or we're listening in the car. Like this was a car album for me. I listened to this record in the car basically that whole summer. Um, and this song has a fun ending here too. Yeah. Yeah. You don't hear that a lot of Wilco songs. So um, yeah, I think that's a, it's a, a fun song um 
Jason, have, have you looked at the lyrics? Do you, do you want to look at the lyrics with me? And, and uh, you know, do you have any thoughts on, on what these lyrics could possibly mean? I have never thought about it. Tell me what you think they are, man. I'll pull so it, I think it's, it's, again, it like seems to me like it's one of those lyrics where like I can see things in a verse being related to each other, but I don't quite, uh, you know, I, I'm not a lyrical expert by any means. So that's definitely a, um, a um, weakness of mine for when I'm trying to be uh, analytical of, of a band. Uh, but it, it Ver, the the lyrics as you know verses make a lot of sense but how things connect for the overall song and what's the common theme to the song um i've never uh i, I don't have the answer to it. so sometimes sometimes you come through with the revelation for me so i was hoping to put you on the spot i really this. i'm reading right now and i really can't make make sense of it dude i i you know it's i think it's just one of those things like we've said before it's just it makes sense to him, and that's all that matters. I, I really can't. I'm reading him right now, and I, I really can't. Yeah. Figure and out. there's lines in here I love. Like, it always ends in a tie. There's no knitting the divide. I cry at the joke. Explain. There's no knitting the divide. Uh, um, like, maybe trying to uh, sew it. together, yeah. uh, bring something together. Uh, um, yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. It's brilliant. But uh, it's... Uh, when we we just a few episodes ago and a few an hour ago for us listened to that's not the issue which is so like obvious and upfront and and uh, wears its heart on its sleeve of what it's about and then you get to uh, the joke explained and they're both fun songs um, and just how much more lyrically sophisticated this song is um, you know twenty years later um, uh, you know there's it's it's an interesting discography when you have that much diversity in lyrical styles. All right, everybody, if you want to go to abcwoke.com, find all the ways to support the show. As always, Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating review, or follow us on Spotify. Those are the biggest ways to help us out. Uh, you can find Kevin at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me at Hess's Best, both on Instagram. Um, my links are from my bio. I don't know if, Kevin, you, you never mentioned any links, so I don't think you have any. I don't, I don't like clicking things. It, it, it's not my style. Um, next episode, we're covering the late greats. Good song. Um, Great song. Until then, it's every little thing. You carry your part.